Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm Adam, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, Patty. Patty, how are you? Hey, Adam, I'm doing great as usual when I'm on the show with you. Oh, that's so sweet of you. You're so- I know. That's- <laughs> Do I owe you money or something? Don't answer that. Um, so, folks, we got another great episode lined up for you today. And before we jump into what we're going to be talking about, we got to give a huge thanks to Heroes Media Group. Um, make sure you go check them out. That is our, our network uh, that we are on. Go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Check out all the shows and sponsors of the network. Also, we want to give a huge shout out to the show sponsors here for the Decision Hour. We got Primal Urge Foods. Go to primalurgefoods.com. They have a monthly subscription box of meat sticks. And Patty and I are going to be giving away uh, a meat uh box subscription stick or not a subscription, but we're going to give a box away every month uh, moving forward. So you need to follow us on Facebook at the decision hour or at Mr. Adam bird or at Patty Catter to learn more on what you can do to get a chance to win one of these awesome uh, boxes. Also, Frag Out Clothing Company. They got some great shirts over there. Nick is a, uh, and it's veteran owned. Nick's a great guy. He makes some cool shirts and uh, it does a lot of good things for the community. So check him out at fragoutcc.com. Coda Longboards. I'm telling you, uh, it's like a, a longboard. It's like a skateboard times 10 uh, on steroids. These things are awesome. It's a longboard uh, skateboard. I, I absolutely love them. They're technically called a longboard. I don't know why I keep saying skateboard, but it's, it's like an extended skateboard. That's how I think of it because these, but these things are so cool. Different designs. Um, they also have a new one now that's got like a motor on it. This thing's motorized and this thing is just wicked. It's freaking awesome. Check them out. CodaLongboards.com. K-O-T-A Longboards.com. Uh, we also have Rick's Roasters. If you love coffee, if you love tea, you got to check out Rick'sRoasters.com. Also veteran owned company. Uh, they actually make the Heroes uh, Media Group's blends for their coffee and tea. There's right now Heroes Media Group has a Heroes United, and they have an R and R T that uh, just recently hit stores uh, here uh, as of recent. So check them out. Today's topic this is what we're going to get into. We are doing Volume Four of Keep It Simple, and today we're talking about road trips. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, road trips, folks. That's what we're talking about today. So, Patty, why don't you kick it off road tri- road trips? Oh, my goodness. I was just sitting here thinking about all the road trips I've taken in my life, and that's a lot of road trips. Yeah? <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love taking a road trip. I haven't taken a road trip in too long. I need to plan one, so I'm going to have to prioritize and write my goals and set up some road trips. <laughs> <laughs> So, so how do you plan for a road trip then, Patty? What are, what are some keep it simple things that you can do when you're planning a road trip? Well, for me, I make sure that my car is clean, which it pretty much is all the time. Anyways, um, there's like literally nothing in my car. Every time I leave my car, I get the stuff out of it. So start with a clean car, make sure that the vehicle's good, you know, check the oil, which I usually forget to do. And check your tires, make sure, you know, all that stuff is, is great to go. I always have a plan. I plan out my stops. Um, I mean, I could go on forever. Um, 
you know, I make sure I get enough sleep because I'm not a good driver when I'm sleepy. I recognize that I need my sleep. That's huge. All I heard was you're not a good driver. That's all I heard. (laughs) (laughs) I am a good driver. I'm too good of a driver. Um, so, well, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be real. Come on. Yeah. Cause you know, I was a really great driver until I, I purchased my new car and now my new car is so quiet. I tend to go very fast, (laughs) like very, very fast. So I have to be careful of that. Mm -hmm. But as long as I sleep well, Mm -hmm. I'm a great driver. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Otherwise I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you have for me? I mean, road. I mean, road trips. You know, I've taken a, a dozen cross country trips, uh, and that's within the last three years. I, I drove from Arizona to uh, Maryland la- over over a year ago now, uh, and it was awesome. It was a thirty. I think it was thirty four hours, thirty six hours, and I drove straight through. I stopped. Wow. Um, and it was, it was hard because I didn't really realize what route I was going to take until I was already well into the tour. So I was going to, at first I was thinking, I'm going to take the Southern route, like from Arizona over to El Paso. And then I'm going to go all the way over to Houston, down to New Orleans, and then up, you know, over to, to uh, Atlanta and then up. And then I was like, now nah, that's going to add like nine extra hours onto the trip. So I went to El Paso and then I shot up through Midland, Texas, over to Dallas into Louisiana. Now I, the plan was I was going to stop in Dallas and stay with some, some friends in Dallas. I got to Dallas. I left my parents' house in Tucson, Arizona. It was midnight. It was on a Wednesday. Uh, it was like 12.02 Wednesday morning. And I left. And I got to Dallas at around, I don't know, it was like 4 o'clock the following afternoon. And wow. I literally like... I got my second win. I was like, well, I'm just going to keep going. I mean, I was like, I'm going to make it to the Louisiana border. So I got to Louisiana at like at Shreveport, Louisiana. I think I said that right. Shreveport, Louisiana, not uh, a, a tourist destination uh, that I, I plan on going back to. Anyway, I had a, hor- <laughs> I had a, I had a horrible experience in, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, my mom was blowing up my phone. She's like, it's, you know, it's four o'clock or three o'clock in the morning at this time. She's like, you need to stop. You've been driving. I've literally been driving nonstop that whole time. And the only time I'd stop is to like, you know, go through drive through or use the restroom or, or, or get gas. So I was like, fine, I'll stop crappy hotel. And, uh, this is, this is part of the, the learning process. So when you are, decide to take a road trip, have your route planned out and where you're going to stop. I was not planning on stopping at Shreveport, Louisiana of all places. And, uh, I, I slept in the fetal position on this, on this <laughs> bed for like two hours in the, the, the hotel room was so disgusting. Uh, it was not cleaned or anything like that. So I just, I ended up waking up. Atlanta was nine hours away. Um, I drove for about 20 minutes down the road. I pulled into a rest stop and it was armed guards. So I, I napped for, I set my alarm clock for 20 minutes and then I drove nine hours to Atlanta for a lunch meeting that I had that day, later that day. And then I ended up from there after lunch, I continued to drive up to North Carolina where, uh, I stayed at our buddy, uh, Mike Penny's house. 
And that was the first time I met Mike face to face. I had a blast staying with that, uh, that guy. He's, he is something else. Um, and then I didn't realize it, but I was like three hours from my business partner's house from Mike place to Stafford, Virginia, where we have an office. And, uh, so yeah, that driving across country was just, very peaceful. Now, the year before that, I had drove from Baltimore, Maryland to Arizona or no, from, I'm sorry, from Stafford, Virginia to Arizona. And I had planned two stops that trip. I planned to stop in Knoxville, Tennessee to see an army buddy that, uh, a guy who was my mentor and was my boss and still a very good friend, uh, him and his family. And then the second stop was uh, wherever I could get, where there's a nearest hotel. So I drove from Knoxville, Tennessee to just outside, excuse me, just outside of, um, I almost said Fort Sill, Oklahoma. It's not Oklahoma city. Uh, and, and then, uh, from there I drove from Oklahoma city to Phoenix, Arizona. And that took a little over about 16, 17 hours, I think from there. So, uh, the cross country trips, when you, when you're taking road trips, plan, on where you're going to go, how much money you need because you, you know, gas. So figure out mileage and what your car gets or whatever. But the big thing is before I take any of these trips, I make sure I have a first aid kit. I make sure I have a, uh, a blanket and a pillow, uh, believe it or not in the car, because you never know if like weather or whatnot, I always pack a, a blanket and, and an extra coat or like a hoodie. Uh, and then I have like emergency tools, like roadside assistance. So I got flares. Uh, I have like the little triangles and stuff like that. So if something happens, make sure you always have a, a spare tire. I took for granted that I thought I had a spare tire and I didn't and had a blowout. And that was, so I had to wait for a, a tow truck and stuff like that. Thank you, AAA. Um, uh, not a sponsor of the show, but if you're listening and you'd like to be, go ahead and contact us. Uh, and then believe it or not, it, this sounds crazy because I'm always thinking like survival mode, but like you have like a weapon in the car of some sort, uh, as well, because you never know where you're going to, to be. So you got to protect yourself and stuff like this. So emergency tools, uh, extra food and snacks. I like for me, uh, sunflower seeds and, and jerky are a thing when I'm driving. Especially cross ah, country. The meat sticks come in handy. Yeah, the meat sticks come in handy. So, um, <laughs> and then obviously, the, uh, you know, first aid kit for, for you know, whatever, whatever. Because you just, you just never know whether it you're in an accident yourself or you come across an accident, you can be of assistance of some form. Right. You know, this show reminds me of the time that we were going from North Carolina to Michigan. Oh, well, it was myself and my kids, my three kids. And oh my goodness, if you travel with kids, you know how crazy that can be. Sometimes you have to always entertain them. (laughs) Well, we were driving from Fort Bragg area and we made it about two hours up the road. And all of a sudden my van starts like, making this noise and come to find out I had a flat tire. So I pull over on the side of the highway. Oh my goodness. My kids were getting really antsy. Thankfully I had really great roadside assistance and I called this company. I won't mention their name because I didn't have a great experience. So I call them and we're waiting. The kids and I are waiting and waiting for somebody to come up with a tow truck and change my tire because yeah, I wasn't very educated on how to do that myself. Um, anyways, moving on. Um, 
So we're waiting and a state trooper comes up next to me and I'm thinking, oh, great. You know, I'll just let him know that I have help on the way. He doesn't need to stick around. So he comes up and he taps on my window and I'm like, yes, I'm rolling the window down. And he's like, ma'am, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, I have somebody on my way to come or on their way to come help me. In the meantime, my son yells out, I have to use the bathroom. And so the police officer kind of laughs and he's like, you know, I can just go on the side of the road, you know, your boy. And he's maybe like six or seven years old. And um, anyways, my son ended up using a root beer bottle <laughs> to urinate in while the police officer is there next to us. And my oldest daughter, she's being pretty good. She's in the front seat. She's my little navigator at the time. And um, so she wasn't doing much. But my youngest daughter, mind you, the trooper is still standing there. My youngest daughter, mom, I have gum stuck in my hair. So my son's peeing in a root beer bottle. And my daughter has gum stuck in her hair. Um, so she eventually admitted that she was trying to be like some little girl on Willy Wonka on, the, on a TV show, like a movie, the, movie. The, <laughs> the chocolate factory. She's got gum stuck behind her ear. Um, the The tow truck ended up being, it was being sent to another state. It wasn't even en route to where we were. Um, They had our location wrong. So long story short, I definitely should have had some things for the kids to do. And, you know, just, (laughs) I don't even know what else to say about that. Just be prepared. If you have kids and you're traveling, make sure you have things for them to do. Make sure, make sure when you call for tow truck that they're going to the right state make sure they have your exact correct location otherwise you're going to be waiting four hours like we did yeah that's it (laughs) so that reminds me of 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 a story that this probably happened about mm, five six years my son was about nine ten years old and we decided we were going to go to the grand canyon for the day so we woke up early and i was already having trouble with the truck it was kind of making a noise and i knew that the brakes were possibly going out. Um, not something I recommend. So if you hear any type of squeaking, stop and, and get them checked. But I was like, yeah, you know, it's happened before. I know how much longer we got. So we drive, uh, it was about a four hour drive to the Canyon. And, uh, we go, we walk the Canyon, have a great time. We're pulling out of the Canyon and the tire falls off like completely. Like we're just driving 40 miles an hour and like dead stop at 40 miles an hour. We stopped dead stop. Um, so we're like, uh, crap, what do we do now? And I got, I got out to look at it and the tire was like, it was just hanging on, but it was, it was off. It it destroyed all the bearings. There was metal shavings all over the place. And I'm sitting there like, I couldn't get the tire off. I had to call somebody. We waited a couple hours. We had to get towed 75 miles to the nearest, you know, big, a big uh, dealership because that's what we covered or was covered. And the entire time my son's smiling and I finally asked him, I was like, what are you smiling about? He's like, we're on an adventure, dad. <laughs> I was like, he had such a good positive, uh, outlook on it. And he had fun. He thought it was, he thought it was fun. It, it you know, little did he realize it cost like a thousand dollars to get everything fixed, but he was just like, Hey, we're on an adventure. We're having fun. And I think that, you know, when you're doing road trips and stuff like that, I think this is a prime example of if something bad does happen, 
always try to spin it off and fry it, find the positive uh, from it. And if you have kids, uh, you know, you, you can learn a lot from your kids on these road trips, a lot, uh, from your kids on these road trips. Um, you know, one of the things that I didn't mention before that I want to mention is have batteries in, in your car as well, matches or a flashlight, uh, as well. And again, I I go to, I I think of, (laughs) I think on the side of the road, you know, you go into survival mode. Uh, but that's the way I'm, I'm wired, you know, especially if you go like camping or something like you just don't know if you're going off roading, you're going to be out in the desert. Like if you're in Arizona, like I am right now today, you know, you go off some of these places that we go we're taking a road trip. We're going to go camping like this weekend. We're going camping and we're going out in the middle of freaking nowhere. So I've already started putting together like our camping supplies. Okay. We got that. Okay. Truck's been serviced. We're good there. Um, I need you know, we got our first aid kits, we got extra water, we have, you know, this, that, we got food, canned food and stuff like that to last us a few days. You just never know. So that's, that's my thought when it, when I, when I see road trips, but more importantly, when you're doing a road trip, get a freaking map, a real one and plan it out. Like, okay, we're going to stop here. We're going to stop here. And we're going to stop here. And here's like, if you plan on staying the night, um, then, you know, pick the hotels that you can want to afford, but make sure that they're like, you know, decent hotels and that your room's clean prior to. Yeah. Like not the Bates motel. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, this may sound funny, but I take Lysol a lot of places, not just for the hotels, but if I'm traveling on an airplane, those wipes, you can wipe down. Um, I mean, that's just a very insignificant thing, but I haven't been sick in a long time, knock on wood, um, when I travel. And I think it's really because I am careful. I take hand sanitizer too. Um, yeah, those things are important to me. I'm not a germaphobe, but, um, I do definitely. Oh, no. I know somebody that, 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 that will take the Lysol and like spray the entire room, the bed, like go pull back wow. the sheets and it's like, you like spray everything down and you got to like open the windows and stuff like that. You're like, Oh my God, I can't sleep in here now because it's like, it just, oh, the smell. So anyway, yes. Um, some other fun things to do when you're traveling is if you just get out to stretch your legs, I like taking pictures on my cell phone. Yeah. I just think it's really relaxing. There was some, some magazine article or something I read one time about taking pictures is actually good. It's like a mindfulness thing that you can do to really concentrate on the here and now. So I like taking a picture once in a while on the road trips. Um, Oh my goodness. Talk about packing things. Like um, we were recently talking about the importance of how you pack your things. And Adam and I are quite (laughs) different when it comes to packing. I like pack the minimum. I figure when I get there, I can wash clothes if I need to. I hate carrying a bunch of luggage. I hate carrying a bunch of shoes. Like most of my friends are totally different. They'll have 50 pair of shoes in their suitcase. Me, I'm like, okay, pair of running shoes, pair of dress shoes and a pair of casual shoes. I'm good. Let's go. Um, Roll, don't fold your clothes. Yep. What about you, Adam? I, I roll all my all my clothes, all my shirts. Maybe with the exception of like my my button down shirts, I might keep them folded, but I fold them really small and tight. But like t shirts, you know, socks, underwear, pants, 
everything everything else gets rolled and I, I you know you can pack a lot more when when you roll your stuff at least i've i've noticed that you could pack a lot more and i don't take yeah. a lot of shoes I, I i i'm usually in my you know i wear my boots uh and then I, I pack an extra pair of shoes a comfortable pair of shoes if and and if i have to you know like for this trip i had to pack a pair of dress shoes too so i have a pair of tennis shoes and dress shoes depending on the occasion or whatever it is it, it uh provides but i don't like doing laundry um while i'm gone which is it's funny like you can't pack for six weeks and not plan on doing laundry so so uh yeah it's uh that that's how i do i i I roll stuff i i know some people that fold things very tightly and then they use like they waterproof their stuff before they put it in Meaning That's they use like maybe like a like a sandwich bag or a, a trash bag. Now I I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, when I was in the military, I would I would take a big trash bag into my rucksack and I would put the trash bag in. I'd roll everything in the trash bag or, and put it in the trash bag and then tighten it up uh, and kept it waterproof and stuff that way for a lot for certain things. I, I definitely still do that. I mean, I've seen the movie Castaway, so it seems like it could happen. You know, where yeah. you need to waterproof your clothes, yeah. but. I mean, I, I read something too about people taking um, shower caps and putting their shoes in them so that they, you know, the shoes don't bounce around and get mixed up in with your clothing and get yep. your clothing dirty. Yeah, well, I mean, part. especially if you get like dress shoes that are like, have uh, like a polish or some type of wax on them or yeah. something like that. You don't want that stuff getting all over your shoes. And I do that for like, uh, I made the mistake one of the, one of the trips, and this is one of my more more recent trips, and you know I travel quite a bit. As uh, I bought some shampoo and and stuff like that uh, on the trip, and I was bringing it home, and one of the the tops on the shampoo wasn't tight enough, and it got it leaked all over, like it was all over my right, you know. The, it was and it was in my 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 ditty bag, you know. So it was like the, I had to get a new toothbrush, and I just bought that toothbrush, and then it was oh, all no. it was all over everything else. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> so I was like, so now this trip, I was like, nope, sandwich bag, put that in there and zip it up. That's smart. And um, taking those Tide pods, you know, if you do have to do laundry, I I believe in Tide pods, like. I know there's lots of jokes about Tide Pods lately, but <laughs> those things are awesome. Yeah. Don't eat them, people. You use them for your laundry. Mm-hmm. For all you millennials that are out there listening to the to the show right now. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, have you even tasted it? I mean, I think... No, I don't. I, I have no desire. And I, I, yeah, just, me you know, I mean, I've done some dumb stuff when I was a kid, but nothing... Nothing like that. Like I stuck my, like the dumb, like dumbest thing I've done was I stuck my tongue on a frozen pipe, you know. <laughs> what about a nine volt battery? Have you stuck your tongue okay, on one no, of Okay, no, I lied. I've done that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so road trips. So let's highlight because we're running short of time on, on, on this here. So a lot of good ideas for road trips. Well, you mentioned like, you know, with kids and stuff like that games like playing games what, what was one of your favorite uh games whether as a parent that you played with your kids or when you were a kid and maybe took a road trip what was a game that you like to play um when you're on doing a road trip i think that the slug bug game is like one of the top you know on the list um also when my husband and i would take our kids on road trips we would say okay the first one to spot a deer gets a quarter 
and you know, it's funny because we're in the city and we know that there's no deer keeping them busy. <laughs> that's terrible. Awesome. That's funny. Um, <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is. Like, first one, I spy. I spy something blue. You know, first one to spy something blue wins that game, whatever. Nice. So, I mean, the best, though, really was, like, we reflect back on this pretty often. Like, the first one to spot a deer, you know, gets a quarter. And <laughs> <laughs> or what about the first one to spy roadkill? How disgusting, but we've done it. Yeah. 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 No, those the, the I Spy was was is a popular one for sure. And another one, uh, as a kid, I had uh, I had a younger sister and a younger brother. Uh, uh, or if we were doing family trip, I'll never forget. We did a big family trip in a, in a Winnebago one year. We played um, a trivia pursuit. We would ask questions mm-hmm. on the on the cards, or we'd come up with some type of trivia question, like a trivia game. That's awesome. Or what about the license plate game? Like, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah good ones. Good, one. good ones. Yeah. So recap, folks, we're, we're talking about uh, road trips and how to keep it simple and uh, or keep it simple and volume four road trips. You know what I'm talking about. We're talking road trips. Uh, so make sure you're packing. Make sure you plan your stuff out on these road trips. So some key things is uh, you're packing. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that you need to do is, is you know, establish a route that you're going to take uh, and have some backup plans just, just in case. But, you know, have your routes where you're going to take um, and, and make sure that you, A, that your, your vehicle is functioning properly and make sure that you have the tools to fix your vehicle or uh, in case you get stranded, whether you have like a blowout or you know, first and foremost, have a first aid kit because it's always important. Um, but just have like some of the extra stuff that you need, you know, um, and, and I mentioned it before, like a blanket and stuff like that in case you have to spend the night somewhere or, or, or whatnot. So it's very important that when you're planning these road trips from an emergency standpoint or from a, you know, quote, survival standpoint, make sure that you have, you know, extra tools, batteries, uh, you know, whether a lighter or of some sort um, or whatnot to help you, you know, flag people down. And, you know, uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Was The flares, that's the word I was looking for, like the road flares. And then uh, if you have kids, Patty, some of the things you take along, right? Like me, you, making sure you're packing right for them and then have stuff to keep them busy, like books and games and, and stuff like that. Because if, if it's you, your spouse and the kids, then, you know, the last thing you want to do is don't want the kids kicking the back and saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Which they might you know, do and they're going to, they're anyway. going to do a little bit, but try to keep them preoccupied. So, so the driver can focus on, on the trip in itself. So. DVDs, Game Boys, yeah. music, oh, those yeah. things. Yeah. Road trips are fun. And yeah. uh Yeah, road trips road trips are a blast. I like I like road trips. I, I think for me road trips are very therapeutic. So me too. Now I wanna go. I just wanna put that on my goal list and I'm gonna go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Actually, so let's end the show uh this episode with you have Right now, one wish, or you have one wish, or one place that you could go, road trip that you would take right now. Where would it be, and why? Go. I would go to, I would go to um, Cherokee, 
North Carolina, I believe it is. Okay. And I would go there to specifically watch the powwows that they have. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. They have like a really big outdoor show and um, I have some Native American blood inside of my veins pumping through. So um, yeah, fun fact, which we can talk about another day. But um, I used to, I used to dance in powwows when I was growing up little. Really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I would go there. I haven't been there in a long time. Very nice. Okay. What about you? I would, would if I did a road trip, I would take a trip from uh, up and down the East coast. I would, uh, I would want to go from like, you know, either start in Florida and work my way all the way up to Maine or, or vice versa. And, and in that trip, I would stop at uh, all the the big historic, like lighthouses. I want to do a lighthouse tour. Uh, Man, I think we need to take our show on the road. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's put that goal into place. We'll, we'll do that. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Patty, any parting words for our listeners today? Everybody be safe while you're traveling. Buckle up. Oh, Don't drink and drive. Great advice. For Patty, I'm Adam. You've been listening to The Decision Hour.